Right now, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics. We are going to talk about garbage human beings. The worst people in the world. Garbage. Okay. So let me give you an example. You ever go over to somebody's house and it's really nice. It's a really nice house in a nice neighborhood. And it's spotless and the furniture is all new and it has great floors and it's modern and it's beautiful. And you walk out of there and you're like, what a bastard that guy is. You know, I have a lot to say on this because I used to be like this when I was a kid. When I was in high school, I had a chip on my shoulder and I hated the rich kids in town. If you had a jingle in your pocket, I hated you. I was not friends with any rich kids. King size chip on my shoulder. And I was that scrappy poor kid that I was going to beat them at their own game. And I eventually did. (laughs) That's how it worked out. That's exactly how it worked out. But it didn't have to be that hard. And I've talked about this on the show before. The mark of a good person is the ability to be genuinely happy for another human being for their success. I'll say that again. The mark of a good person is the ability to be genuinely happy for another person for their success. That's the mark of a good person. You have to bring to bring yourself to be able to say good for him. Good for him. You know, say it right now. Good for him. You know what is you know what is the annoying thing about rich people? For rich people, everything is so easy, so easy. Hey, you want to come down to the country club and get a few drinks and play some golf? And no, I don't have to work today and things are easy. And, you know, I have a nanny taking care of my kids and all that stuff. You know, it may seem like it's easy. But underneath that facade is a lot of hard work that a lot of people aren't willing to do, you know. And one of the things about making money is that it's really hard in the beginning, but it gets easier as it goes along. And you make some money, and then the money makes some money, and then that money makes some money. And it just gets easier, and your life does become easy. But in the beginning, there was a lot of hard work for everybody, and unless unless you're like a Rockefeller or something like that, or you inherited hundreds of millions of dollars, like unless you're one of those people for 99% of people, it was really hard in the beginning and they were tested. They were tested. So I'm not going to say that I've never had envy before. It's been a while. I had envy about 11 or 12 years ago. I've had it a few times in my life, but not anymore because I can bring myself to say, Good for him. Good for him. Besides, you know, a lot of these people I probably wouldn't trade places with. You know, I have a friend who is a CEO of a mutual fund company. The CEO. He's got a ton of money. Okay. I would never trade places with him. Never. I don't want his life. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that stress. It's a super hard job. And a lot of people like, oh, CEOs get paid so much. Do you know what it's like to be a CEO? Do you have any idea? Do you, do you have any idea how hard that is? You know, oh, these CEOs, you know, they make a 500 times the what a worker makes. Shut up. It's so hard. 
it's really, really hard and there's a lot of risk, you know. And there is a saying that if everybody put their problems in the middle of the room in a pile, you would probably want your problems back. The other thing you can do instead of getting envious is, well, if you can't beat them, join them. You know, a good way to get rich is to go around to a bunch of rich, rich people and ask how they got rich. You know, I, I highly recommend doing this. Highly recommend doing this. Go to a rich person. Be like, hey, man, you've done pretty well. Like, how, how, what did you do? Like, how can I? I want to learn about this. One of the things rich people like to talk about is how they made their money. It's like one of their favorite things to talk about. So, I mean, if you're. If, if you're working in a country club somewhere, if you're like doing dishes, just walk up to one of the country club members. Hey, how do you, you make your money? It's not a weird question. They'll tell you, you know, rich people love to help people out. They love to help people who want to be helped. Let's put it that people. Let's put it that way. Rich people want to help people who want to be helped. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Pursuit of Happiness, starring Will Smith. Which really is one of the most conservative movies ever made. Uh, it, it made national reviews, top 10 list of the most conservative movies of all time. And it is wonderful. A lot of people think that movie is depressing because Will Smith is, he's got this medical device business that's failing and he's trying to get a job at Dean Witter and he's, ending up in homeless shelters and he's reading Graham and Dodd by moonlight. And it's an incredible story. I thought it was awesome. So, you know, he's trying to get this job at Dean Witter and he hangs around a lot of rich people and asks for help. And in the movie, the rich people in the movie are super nice and they help him, which is real life. That is real life. I'm serious. You know, we look at people and we make these judgments and stereotypes and we lose people's humanity. Say, ah, freaking rich people, ah, you know. You know, you're, you see somebody in a polo shirt and pleated khakis and you make judgments. I mean, you can make style judgments. You can say that person dresses like a dork. But, you know, beyond that, you make judgments about who they are as a person. You shouldn't do that. I mean, I do that with people around here. No fashion sense whatsoever. But whenever you see somebody who's really successful, you've seen these memes on Facebook and stuff. It's like an iceberg. You're only seeing what's above the surface and you're not seeing all the hard work that went into it. And I'm sure people look at me and think to themselves, that guy has it so easy. And what they're not seeing is the fact that I work 14 hours a day, even on the weekends. I am working all the time. I'm working all the time. And like I said, they would probably not trade places with me if they knew what went into it. Look, I wouldn't trade places with Jeff Bezos, not in a million years. Absolutely not. I would not trade places with that guy. I also have a buddy who is massively overpaid in his job. He makes a couple million dollars a year and he works maybe six hours a day. I wouldn't trade places with him either. We all have our own path. And the harder the path, the better. The guy in the pursuit of happiness, Chris Gardner, he went on to have his own brokerage firm and made a bucket load of money. Terrific. And he is now a motivational speaker 
and a very good one from what I hear. I know some people who have listened to him speak, and they said he's phenomenal. The guy is a stud. He was living in a homeless shelter, in a homeless shelter, sleeping in subway stations, and going to work at Dean Witter with one shoe on. It's absolutely incredible. It's incredible. Are there people who have had it easy their entire lives? For sure. For sure. I do not envy them in the least because they lack a sense of purpose. And some of these people are innately hungry and work just as hard as their parents. And others are just sort of adrift and don't have a purpose. I'm not angry at these people. I just, I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for these people. A friend of a friend is set to inherit nine figures, almost a billionaire. He's going to inherit nine figures worth of money. He is a communist, an actual communist party member. Now, the question is, if you're a communist party member and you inherit a billion dollars, you should give it away, right? So is he going to give it away? Absolutely not. He's not giving away any of it. You see stuff like that all the time. I have had an objectively hard life, for sure. My therapist keeps telling me that my story is very sad, which is kind of weird to hear. You know, she says I have a sad story, and I guess it is. I have been through a great deal of trauma, both as a child and as an adult. And then there's Nietzsche, who says that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I like to think of myself as anti-fragile, the opposite of fragile. I have taken so much abuse that nothing can possibly hurt me. I am not fragile. I am the opposite of fragile. So, you know, you're going to say mean things about me on the Internet. Like, that's like you think you know where my soft targets are. You're going to you're going to you're going to make fun of me on Twitter. (laughs) That's a joke. That is a joke. (laughs) I've been through a lot worse than that. Trust me. I don't even have any soft targets. A man who is anti-fragile, who has nothing to lose, can accomplish a lot in this world. I don't envy anyone. I am not a garbage human being. I don't envy anyone. I am on my, number one, I'm on my own path. I'm doing my own thing. I don't want anybody else's path. And number two, like I said, the mark of a good person is the ability to be happy for another person's achievements. And I want to see everybody succeed. I want to see you succeed. And I genuinely mean that. I want to see you succeed. I love these rags to riches stories. They're super inspirational. We live in a country where anybody can do this. Absolutely anybody can do this. And I hope that my story is inspirational to you. That's why I don't have a great deal of sympathy for people who don't succeed. Because anybody can do what I did. They can take that path and they can do what I did. Anybody can do what I'm doing. So the question is, the real question is, are you willing to make those sacrifices? And do not be a garbage human being.